Aloha, what up, and welcome to We Random Podcast, where my husband and I discuss, debate, and drop gems on an array of topics from random categories. I am your humble host, Savannah, and with me always is the illest and trillest around, my co host, Izzo on the Beat Jaw. Yeah, good to be back. <laughs> so, man, we we're back, y'all. y'all. Missed y'all, man. It's been a little minute. So, yes. Yeah. It's the first podcast for us of 2021. Yeah. And it also happens to be episode 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. 21. Yep. Okay. No doubt. So we're going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got to go over that right quick. Yeah. Briefly. So we haven't been on because of the many ups and downs of life and yeah. the cycles within it. So unfortunately yeah. for us... Um, if you guys follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you might have came across our post addressing some of the racial hate crimes and harassment that we have been enduring. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go too far into that because we are seeking a legal route to yeah, take yeah, care yeah. of that. Right. So that is why we haven't been on. Yeah. But we're back, y'all. Yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. And oh, did you... Uh... Well, no, I guess you don't have to go into that if you don't want to, that part. Many of life cycles. I got you. No <laughs> doubt. We're wrong with that, for sure. Yes. With that being said, we're going to jump back right into it and do what we do best. No doubt. Which is discuss various things. But drama, who, who we got? Yo, it's yeah, let's start off yo, with yo, the yo, drama. First of all, we didn't miss a whole lot <laughs> we of did. stuff that we want to actually talk about, but it's like... We're just going to be dropping a lot really? of content. Like, <laughs> yo, we're going to be dropping a lot of content. So y'all just keep keep on the lookout, man. Because we yeah. missed, bro, we missed a whole lot. Well, we didn't miss it. We I just mean, as didn't, far as like. didn't have our yeah, commentary yeah, 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 yeah. As far as chopping it. it up with y'all. But yeah, So we, we did see the, the Capitol being stormed. We did have our input on that. <laughs> um, there was the whole election thing that, oh, yeah. that happened. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. We uh, had our own right. discussions about that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you had uh, Dr. Dre. You had yes, Dr. Um, Dre had his bro, uh, brain aneurysm. It's, it's a whole bunch. But some of, of it, stuff. some of it, you know, we gonna talk about talk about today. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, what, what you want to chop it up about first? Well, we might as well jump right into the new culture vultures. No, I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> 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 We're gonna go and discuss. T.I. and Tiny and the allegations that are surrounding them Tip. from an ex-friend of yeah. theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, I did kind of, I heard about it briefly and then it just took over the internet. It did. Everybody was talking about it. So. And it's unfortunate because they are allegations which right. have been stated to be untrue from T.I. and Tiny. However, everybody's jumping on the wagon. We're going to give our our side of what we believe could potentially right. be going on. Right. The conspiracy theories. Here right. we go again. Right. But also what we want our viewers and listeners to think about in terms of what's going on. Yeah, no doubt. So brief rundown. In January, ex-friend of Tiny... Sabrina Peterson alleged that T.I. held a gun to her head over something. We're not going to go too far into that. Yeah. But shortly after that, various victims came forward via anonymous anonymous messaging on Instagram to Peterson regarding stories about the married couple 
committing multiple acts of sexual abuse against various women. Okay. All right. So among the accusation, uh, accusations are that T.I. and his wife, Tiny, are requiring women to enter or to take drugs before they enter into their home. <laughs> Which is just absurd. I mean, I, I, and not to, not to throw you off of what you're talking about, but like, all right, everybody just think about it like this. Like, say you live that drug life and that's what you do. You you, you know, you, you party heavy, whatever. They being if good you hosts. got some, I'm just saying, <laughs> the party lit up, everybody having a good time. Doorbell ring. Ding dong. Somebody outside. They want to get into your party. Hey, now, hey, look, y'all. I don't want y'all trying to shoot the messenger. I'm just saying, just think about the scenario. You having a good time. Everybody is consenting to do whatever they want to do at this party. And it's like, okay, girls want to show up. They come in there. They want to come in. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you want to come in this party. You got a party. You about to party. <laughs> Take these is pill here. You can take. You can pop the pills if you want to pop them and come in. If you, you don't, this is the only way you entering in here. Walk that way. Is if you are gonna get these pills. Right. If you don't take these pills, you can't come in. First of all, I have decided to take the pill because I want to enter into this, your home. You're not coming. That's in. That's on me. You're not coming in here because someone's in danger and you feel like someone's life. Because first of all, if somebody was in danger, you would have called the cops. So you coming in there because you want to party, yes. just like everybody else. You want to be around them. Hey, so that that part, I just wanted to go ahead and throw some context to that because I mean, you could think about it. It's it, my thing. You it's, know what I'm saying? Along those lines, right? Even if you do come over and everybody's yeah. around, if they offer it to you and you decide to take it, that's on you. That's them being good hosts. Yeah, but I'm saying. Just think about it in terms of people smoking weed, right? Yeah, right, right. Somebody sitting there smoking a blunt or whatever, right. and they don't offer it, you'd be like, oh, man, you're stingy. Right, 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 right. You're true. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's, that's, what, that's what happens. Yeah, what I'm saying. There's an etiquette involved to it. I would assume with Molly's and whatever it. they're saying, and they're being forced, to, they're forced to take. I don't see it. I don't hear anybody saying they put a gun to my head and forced me to, to, to swallow it. Right, right. Yeah, first of all, that would They're be, saying if I want yeah, to come into their house, which they are inviting me into, this is part of what's required. Yo, I'm going to give you all a quick side note. Not We're going to get back to the story, but this is what we do at We Random. We just start talking. We'd be we, random. We'd be random about whatever. Back in the day, I was with, with my homeboy. Uh, what was it? Uh, I ain't going to put his name out there. <laughs> we was in Virginia Beach, and we happened to get... Uh, we got access to a Washington Redskins um, like little party. After party? After party, whatever. So I came in there with the Washington Redskins. So I felt like I was on top of the world, bro. I was like, oh, man, we walking in here with the players, everybody. It looked like some any given Sunday type stuff. I, so I, I walk I up the in story. there. You know you know most of the story. <laughs> so they thought I was the kicker. Of course. They was like, yeah, your size. Yo, he, he got to be the kicker. But <laughs> I had this chain on. My chain was icy. I was killing it, right? Anyway, uh, I got to gotta, gotta boost myself up in the story. Right. But regardless of that, dude was like, all right, man, we get ready to leave. If y'all want to come back to the house, you got to bring girls. That is, I'm just giving you an example. This is one example. Where he's like, the stipulation is you can't enter into the party unless you got two girls each. You get two girls, I get, uh, and such and such bring two girls. I was like, all right, we in Virginia Beach, we on the strip, 
I'm just gonna go down the strip and grab some girls when <laughs> we go to the party. Like, yo, so that was just a stipulation for them for us to even go into the party. So I'm saying, like, when you're dealing with these celebrities, yeah, they they do. Yeah, I mean, come on, like man. Like a dress code. Yo. So this is not something far-fetched, like, oh man, they're forcing them to drink mine and then they're 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 uh no they're spiking their you. drinks. Like, no, I they just told let you me in their house you have to do this in order to coming first. in here. So this is not I'm not giving you Tylenol. I'm not giving you, you know what I mean? Uh, no painkillers. I'm giving you something for you to come in here and have fun, let loose. You already know what time it is. So I, I did see and that part of that um I guess allegation that you're talking about. Yeah. The, uh, that was on Twitter or Instagram? Uh Instagram, I think. Um yeah, All the, of this, the, I believe, has been taken. Yeah, place she was on like, Instagram. you know, what I mean, she said basically that they they gave him that and and a soda, and then the girls basically they didn't. That was they one didn't person swap. They was didn't saying swap. they yeah. didn't. They, they put didn't it in their the mouth, pills. took the soda, spit it in the cup, and then they didn't swallow the pills and never all took that. Them. So, but they seen them participating in sexual acts with other celebrities yeah. and other girls, and right. it's like if you seen them participating in it, you are standing there watching it right it says nothing about them forcing them to have these sexual acts forcing the people who they're right. having sex with that they were right. being forced to do those things right 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 right. you don't have to watch you could have left the party well, nobody held a gun to your head keeping you there hey. and it just to me where the allegations are coming from the in type of individual spewing these accusations you kind of have to look at all of it you can't just automatically assume it is what it is there well, is a due diligence that needs to be done. There's a thought process right. that we would like our listeners and everybody in general to Straight think up. about. Yep, yep, yep. But, you gotta, you gotta vet. Every, like when anytime somebody bring, that's the thing about allegations and accusations. When somebody starts to bring it up, then now they're gonna just start digging in your past too. So whoever's throwing out the stones, they're gonna be like, all right, well let's look at your past right. and see what your past is about. Your past ain't Don't all. Throw stones and in according glass to house. according to you know uh, police records and other stuff like that, um, and she just also it. social media because she's you know the the, the lady um, that's um, Sabrina. Sabrina, Peterson. she's uh, she's going to social media to to, to where to, she's carrying out. Yeah, that's the majority of her all of her stuff. Yeah. Everything is being done there, and then obviously I think there's going to be some legal stuff moving forward. But well, started off. Lawyer Lisa Bloom got involved with one of the victims, alleged victims. Oh, with the victims, but not with her. One alleged okay. victim. Okay, okay. So, I'm going to let you finish that up, man. Okay, yeah. So will, quick back run, uh, rundown yeah. again. T.I. and Tiny's money has been impacted by this because they put a hold on the filming of their show and also right. the releasing of their show right. that they do. T.I. and Tiny responded to the allegations in a statement to Complex. Mr. and Mrs. Harris want to be on record and more importantly, want the public to know they emphatically deny in the strongest way possible the egregious appalling allegations made against them by Sabrina Peterson. The Harrises have difficulty with the, have had difficulty with this woman for well over a decade. They are taking this matter very seriously and if these allegations don't end, they will take appropriate legal action. Okay. So, yeah. Like you said, the woman Sabrina, she has her own past. Yeah, and like they said, okay. they've been dealing with this woman for over a decade. Yeah. There there are restraining orders on her from Oh, that's, oh. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. from people within their circle. Yeah. Plus I believe exes of hers. 
right people other people that have had dealings with her right so it's already in her history that she goes above and beyond to harass people yeah and this could be another way of her doing that and getting that done yeah because if she truly cared about these women she also said that she was guilty because she participated in these events with them right she also brought girls to them right nobody ever said that they kidnapped these girls tied them up threw them in a trunk you know shot them in the arm with some kind of drug in a needle none of that so the the trafficking side of it i don't know how that really plays into it in as far as like the terms of the definition i don't believe that is that's what they're doing personally if it is okay let justice have their their way with the harrises however my opinion of it is on, on one aspect of it is like why not go to the police and do this if this is something that they're yeah. legitimately doing right. and this is the evidence you have why not go and report them why take to social media and then have the court of public opinion weigh in on it well, and that is exactly what's I'm happening gonna you, now I'm gonna you, first of all when you go through the the, the court of public opinion you guilty right out the gate oh you guilty so, but you have to prove your innocence yeah yeah it's the opposite you know what i'm saying so you already guilty man you quilty you quilty hey straight straight up right out the gate man so like right yeah that that part that part to me don't it don't, don't fly man it don't make sense i mean i i'm i want to say it i do want to state it for the record that you know if and I'm saying if, because these are accusations. These aren't facts. These aren't something that we all know. So I'm not going to sit here and act alleged. like this. I'm not going to sit here and act like what she's saying is 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 gospel, man. I'm going to be like, look, you got to prove this information that you're saying before I'm going to come out my mouth and say, yo, tip, T.I., tiny, y'all wrong, y'all in the, y'all foul. I do understand they got a different lifestyle. That's a different lifestyle than we lead. You know, we don't live that lifestyle that they live. And I can understand how living that lifestyle can put you in these type of situations where somebody can start to make accusations about you in your bedroom and what you're doing yeah. because of your personal life and the things that you've been caught doing. But uh, so that could play a part in her feeling comfortable making these accusations. But the, at the, the reality of it is, man, we don't know this to be facts. So right now, prove it. Prove it to me. Prove it to us. We ran up TV. Prove it to everybody else. Some some people ain't. Some people don't care, bro. They be like, oh, I'd rather have the negative stuff and whatever's being said, and I'm gonna take that over what the frequency. truth really is. Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. I'd rather hear the juicy stuff in the tea. You know what I mean? Over anything else, but nah. Over here, we 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 support. You know those that uh at the end of the day seem to have a a a purpose for the black community uh black people to some extent yeah you might say rap music is is foul or whatever and some people say that you know rap music ain't got no place in and and trying to bring up the black people is bringing us down but outside of the the hip-hop music T.I. don't do that type of music that he used to do back in the day, first of all. Uh, T.I. has become more of a universal star. And on top of that, he's got that TV show. 
that right now it's is being paused. He's got his clothing line. He's got they his got clothing line. Real estate stuff. He's active. He's do. an active father, man. He's a parent. He makes sure he stay on top of his business with his kids best he's he best that he can. So a black activist is absolutely as fair treatment of black people and black absolutely. establishments. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. So he's not I mean, somebody who doesn't stand up for the rights of people. Right. So at the end of the day, you know, those are the works that I can look at and say, okay, I can get behind. All this other stuff we talking about, I, bruh. There is hey. a pervasiveness that yes. I had mentioned to you before we started filming that we, as pe- regular people, right. right, we absolutely feel like we're entitled to know certain things about celebrities. Once you become, you go into the private eye, or not the private, the public eye, yeah. we want to know what you do in your spare time, off time, what you do in your bedroom. Right. That's that's pervasive. Right. right like, right. I, I really don't care what they do in their bedroom. Yeah, Can I picture it? I mean, yeah. yeah, they kind of put stuff out there in right. the media that makes you think that they're kind of kinky and freaky. and right. That's their business. Right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. But there's also been other celebrities who are on the lower list than them, but they're mm-hmm. still celebrities in their own right. That I've mentioned being offered money to go and have threesomes with them and they did it and they do it and it's never anything being forced and stuff like that. So it's like they have some of the baddest females in their bedroom with them. Some of the people making these accusations are just like, whoa there. (laughs) Well, no, real talk. I saw one of the I saw one of them and I was like, I'm like, look, man, you you know what I'm saying? Like not not saying that she wasn't you know like she was busted, but I, it was just like and the the caliber of women that Ti could pull is like why would he really go that far to risk even if it was a potential that you know it, you were non consenting why would I risk myself with you? But not even just that. Not to say that men don't smash unattractive women That's true. and in That's true. in whatever circumstances no and situations, but they must have like the highest of highest of high sex drives to be able to smash that many people in one night. Yeah, over and I over, mean, and constantly all time, con- with I all mean, these kids. And on top, not even just with all the kids, but with there being no, there being no rumors, no records in Atlanta, in the streets, as far as, you that's know, ever come out that's coming out other than saying that T.I. cheating on Tiny. That is it. literally the only thing that has ever really been said. That's it. I mean, him and the domestic violence stuff that that's brand new. That's coming up, too. At least I don't remember anything coming out in regards to domestic violence in them, too. They've always had marital issues regarding yeah. the cheating. Right. So it's like, OK, I, I get that. But not to say that they're not smashing ugly girls. But let me just throw this out there. Women who are less attractive, who don't think they can pull somebody like T.I., why would I have to force you to have sex with me? Maybe you regretted it and you felt guilty or you felt dirty because of the actions and the way you went about it because, hey, you did take drugs. I mean, they treated you like you was just a piece of meat. Whatever the case may be, I feel like people, not saying they didn't do it. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying people I think were in that situation are more willing to do stuff like that because they clout chasing. They want to be yeah. able to say, I fucked T.I. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 layers to it. And I, I think, you know, us looking on the outside. And, and, and keep in mind, with our podcast, we are reporting on these things, but at the same time, we're giving our perspective. 
So making that clear. So, you know, for some people, they may feel like, well, why are you guys giving us your personal opinions about it? You should just report about what's happening. Well, you tuned in well, for it. So. That's what we do. We, we, we talk about <laughs> Take it. What, what's being reported. And then on top of that, we then give our perspectives on, you know. Or insights. Or insights. Other or insights. We, we or don't necessarily hear or see just different coming. ways of thinking, man. There's yeah. different ways of looking at the situation. So. Um, you know, for the women that have been abused in any any way, not even just this situation in general, you know, our hearts go out to to any woman that's suffered through domestic violence all day long. So oh, I that's have. not not with yeah, you, but I, I, I have. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I absolutely so, I empathize with them. I'm yeah. saying emphasize with yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I, I just want to make sure that that's that's made clear for that, but um. I don't feel I'm, like I'm it's rocking. Fair. I'm rocking with what I know, and what I know for a fact is what I've seen body of work wise from the Harris family. So what I've seen, I'm rocking with that. And I don't know this other woman from a can of paint. So she coming out with these allegations and accusations. Prove it. Once you prove it, then I can come back and recant whatever I said and be like, "Yo, uh, y'all file for that," you know. That ain't good, you know what I mean, and, and go from there. But I'm standing firm. I know I'm standing firm on that for sure. I'm not yeah, gonna say guilty or not guilty. I'm not judging it as far as yeah, I think they did it or no, I don't think they did it. I'm at, from a perspective of it does it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. All of it doesn't make sense. So we do need proof. Yeah, and really, if there's proof. They should be in the court. They should be arrested. Well, Arrest should be all made. That, all that'll, all mean, that'll take care of itself, T.I., man. let's all remember now, she's claiming that T.I. put a gun to her head and this man is a felon, so he's not supposed to have guns. That's yeah. why he went to jail again. Yeah, right, right. And he had to serve his stint before he came back out right, right, and right. started his whole well, everything that he's doing now. Well, hey. So let's keep that in mind. That is something that he could go back to jail for because... Yes, that is not something that he's not supposed to have a firearm in his possession or around him at like all, that. Man. So please, like, ma'am, no. if it's it's and stated that she has some kind of infatuation with Tiny and she wants to be with Tiny, and you know maybe Ti is just trying to keep her away from his wife. He he yeah. is absolutely protective over Tiny, so I could kind of see that happening. Whereas yeah. this girl keeps pressing her, and Tiny's like, no, nah, fam, like. I'm not with that. Yeah. We might have done it before. Yeah. I'm not trying to go there. Yeah. She's had sour grapes. And now she's Aye. continuing to have sour grapes. And now she's lashing out because it just kind of fits the MO that she has. So Aye, Look, there's no say, judgment to be passed on either side. But like you said, the burden of proof needs to fall on these individuals. Yes, sir. It shouldn't just be on hearsay. Nobody should be getting convictions without some kind of evidence. And especially because that seems to be going around in the black community. Yeah. All it needs is for somebody to say this individual did that without having to have no kind of rape kit, no kind of pictures, no kind Yo, of journal is, about no, no, no. this and is it, what happened the, tonight. Be like, be real. None of that. It's not even just in the black community, but for me, it frustrates me because it's happening also in the black community. But I mean, this it's this whole me too thing and all that. So I mean, it's overall. Oh, but like with I'm, men. Yeah, 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 yeah. With with men mostly. So yeah, um, men are automatically guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without it's having to have the burden of proof so, shown, and then it's they're never innocent. Right. 
Yeah, I need to go ahead and get that squared away so that whoever's making these, you know, claims or accusations or whatever, they can start to be arrested. Hemmed up if they come back and all this stuff is false and fabricated. They need to yeah. get arrested. Yeah, they need just to. Just like Jesse. Yeah. Oh, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so. Just like they're going after him for making false accusations and going into the police and making a false police report. Anything that comes up legally over this, if the police need to get involved and it comes out as being not factual, people need to start getting arrested for that so that they stop doing these things yeah. because as easily as that person can get arrested for it yeah man those people making those accusations need to go to jail it shouldn't be on me tom to have to take you to court and wow. sue you and use my resources yeah, yeah to get yeah, yeah. you in no, my no, name no, clear I feel, I feel you i feel you but uh but yeah man let us know what y'all think about that if y'all watching this stuff on our youtube channel um definitely man uh as always like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. If you listen to us on our podcast, um, continue to share our content, man, if you guys are feeling it. And, um, man, we're going to come back and talk about your boy. After we listen to some music, talk about your boy Super Tom, Bowl time. Tom Brady and <laughs> that Super Bowl, man. So uh, we're going to holler at y'all in a minute. the Super Bowl champions, good old Tampa Bay Buccaneers, good led first by... Of all, first of all, hold on. <laughs> you don't never hear nobody say good old Tampa they Bay. They had some glory times. Yeah, I mean, they had some... They, they had, had some, some glory times, so yeah. I'm not going to take that away from them. Yeah, I give it... That was, that was back when their glory times was the Warren Sapp and, 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 yes. and Lynch days. Yes. Um... Then Gruden and all them. That's when they had their glory days. But yeah, nah, mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah. You know. They were led by my good old boy. Yo, I get you. I, Tom hey, Brady. Look, I'm not gonna be that dude that's about to be a Brady <laughs> hater. Even though I'm a oh, Jets. We'll fan. get into the Brady haters. But yeah, man. Shout out to Tampa Bay. Shout out Tom Brady got him another ring. So yeah. what he got seven now? Seven yeah. rings? And they won over the Kansas City Chiefs. Score was 31 to 9. What? <laughs> Blowout. Yeah, they scored. Uh, the Smashed. Chiefs scored no touchdowns. Yeah, number field goals. Correct. Bro, that's crazy. It was a good game. We watched it. Good game. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean it was it was it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say the game was good because it was just like, I mean, it was one sided. But early on, it was cool. And then it was just like, all right, if you can't pressure Tom Brady, he's just going to sit back there and pick you off all game long. And they couldn't get enough pressure on him. Even though they, boy, they was pressuring Mahomes, yo. Mahomes, yeah. I think it was a stat on NFL. He ran yards. for 500 yards. Uh, away. Uh, away. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the defense. From the defense, man. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, well, yeah. it was probably a good Super Bowl party that we were at that made the game feel yeah. so much better. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. The, it was the cool. party was a good time. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time, man. Yep. But uh, what you what you want to say about your boy, man? I know you said you've been waiting to talk about this. But so, all right, there's always gonna be like 
negativity and rumors and all that swirling around the Super Bowl from either side, whatever. People who didn't get into the Super Bowl, all that. They always yeah. talk about the refs and right, favoritism right, and this right, and that. Right. I prefer to talk about, you know, the football gods. That's what the football gods want. Right. That's what happens. Because yeah. some people be on and some people be off. Right, right. I feel like when it comes to Tom Brady, because of what happened with Spygate, and I'll put that on Belichick because I don't feel like that is Tom Brady's, like, deal. All right. I'm just saying. But right. people always run back to that. And it's like now he's not even with the Patriots. He's a, he's with a whole different team, a franchise that is yeah. completely unaffiliated. Right. He still has to be looked at as being a freaking cheater somehow, some way. And it's, it's just, it really gets under my skin because it's like, how many games does he have to win? Yeah, he didn't cheat, bro. I mean, it, how, it, it just, how much just more do people have to comment about his work ethic and how he takes like one or two weeks off in the off season and then right. immediately gets back to work yeah. with the receivers and all of that stuff. Right. And like people, his ex teammates, current teammates talk about his work ethic yeah. and how crazy his, his regimen is. Yeah. So it's like this guy puts in the time, the effort he plays with a chip hey. on his shoulder and he always has, because he was, what, I think in the 27th round, he was trapped drafted. Yeah. So he, he, he was drafted super he, low. Bro, he's a lot in a lot of ways. He's kind of got like that. He was the underdog. That yeah, underdog mentality, but just like, like like Jordan said, like even though he's gotten certain amount of rings, Jordan was looking for something right in order to give him the competitive edge he felt <laughs> yeah. he needed. So he was waiting for something to pop off. <laughs> yeah. And um, what's his name? The Honey the Badger. Honey Badger. <laughs> Tyron uh, Matthews. Tyron Matthews. He gave him just that. Yes. He went in there, I got up that. in his face. And then the after that, the intensity ah. from Brady was on a thousand. And it was yeah. funny because that really was the change. <laughs> that was, was the time yeah. where the game completely went. Shove it down his throat. It went from like low scoring to like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to oh, show you. I'm about to get I'm in that ass. Show you something. I'm about to get in there. Man. All the way. Yeah. And they've been going in on that too, talking about, you know, he said something to him that he didn't want to repeat, but you know Oh, the cryptic tweet that he put out and then yeah. has since deleted. But yeah. Michael Irvin came out and said that he did hear the audio and he didn't like how uh the honey badger put it out there because it implied it was that he said something racial. That it yeah. was a, a racial That's slur that thought. was used and it, it was not yeah. that's not what it was. It was just a heated exchange between two players. Probably some of the B words and the F words yeah, might have been uh, dropped out dropped. in there. Yeah, yeah. And the NFL did say they weren't going to release it because, you know, when they go over the Super Bowl, they always have the tape or the the, right. C, the DVD about it. Right, right. So they always choose not to air or release um, heated exchanges between players. Hmm. And I'm going to also assume that that's probably because they want to keep a certain rating yeah. on there okay. so that it's for general audiences. Right, 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 right. But, yeah. So man, yeah, that, that was it. That's my thing is like yeah. people I didn't even talk know, about. I didn't even see that exchange in the game, but it's so funny because after that happened, like after the game was over, and I saw that uh, that meme, I was like, I can see how that's what it changed. Because yeah, he I was seen like, it on the playback. Bro, I he didn't was intense. See it during. He was intense after that boy. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. I love it, but it's like Brady yeah. has an intensity about him. He really, really does. And like when he's locked in, he's locked in. Yeah. But we talked about earlier, too, is it's, you know, Mahomes, he's new. 
He's he's yeah. kind of, he's still a rookie. He's still a baby in 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 the league. Yeah, and in, in there's a to, yeah yeah even know, though he's been to the seasons, Super Bowl. Yeah, first first couple of seasons. Yeah. And it's not new to him. It's still kind of like man, you're going up against Brady in the Super Bowl because yeah. Brady has also earned himself and rightly so. Yeah, a, a reputation. So if you're going in there, it could have been his mentality or everybody's mentality. Man, we playing Brady. These refs go be on his side and that side, and this is what's going to happen. You've already defeated yourself. If they did you went that, into the game if they did defeated, that, like they that. did that, then that would have been that's 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 bad. Right. First of all, I, a lot of commentators had KC winning the game. They mm-hmm. felt that KC was the better team. I know KC fans that so had KC winning the game. A lot of people had KC <laughs> win the game. I saw some people make some bets, and I was like, yo. I know just from my history of dealing with the Patriots. <laughs> Being a Jets don't, fan. Don't do it, bro. <laughs> don't, bet, don't bet against Bray. I don't care who on the other side of the field. Unless it's the Giants. Then, yeah, then, yeah. Then, I might have would have bet against yeah. him if it would have been uh, Lamar Jackson and them. Uh, the Ravens, I would have. But they couldn't have done that because that would have been AFC. No, no, no. He's not AFC now, is he? Hold up. I'm tripping. Tampa Bay? No, nah, it's NFC. So, yeah, it could have been. It could have been uh, Ravens versus uh, Bucks. Now that one I might have would have bet against him, man, because I, I I rock with Lamar and uh, the Ravens, you know. And the roll but eyes. but still, end of the day, man, you know, it was better to see somebody else in there. It was different. I A didn't want to see the Patriots. Not I didn't necessarily. See, I didn't want to see the damn Patriots in there. I did not want to <laughs> see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. If the Patriots would have been in the Super Bowl, I'm telling you, yo, I would have been like, I'm boycotting for the next couple years. <laughs> Tired of seeing them in there, man. Well, man. you know, I'm happy that Brady got it. I'm happy that Brady was back in it and that he got he got the ring. I, what I'm happy is that Brady got it with a different team. Yeah. And he can stunt on the Patriots and be like, ha ha, I tried to tell y'all, y'all didn't want to accommodate me. So I went over here. And y'all try to make it seem like I didn't make no huge contributions to this organization. And, I brought and I'm gonna go back. and I'm gonna go take Gronk. Yep. We both gonna leave yeah, and go win another Super Bowl. from retiring. And go get another Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's a great commercial. Thank man. you, T-Mobile. Oh, yeah, T-Mobile. Commercial. I was tickled. I'm still tickled by yeah, it. Yeah, man. So yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, it was dope to see that. Like that. That to me felt like I still felt like like our generation is kind of like somewhat like vindicated like yeah <laughs> hey we ain't old school yet but we no. old school in a way yeah like you know what i'm saying we're like, approaching yeah we approaching more so like you know we're mature being at, school being at that point where we could talk like you know what i mean and we seen brady from the beginning of his career yeah so you know we got a chance to see him since the beginning so yeah yeah witnessed it with my dad yeah um so yeah, that's kind of just you know the stuff I wanted to get out there is it's it's annoying for me to continuously hear that the haters they yeah. always you start off with somebody that has something to say. Man, they had posted some stuff on Facebook that was talking about how he is lucky, and I'm like, yo, there is a lot more than yeah, luck they put, they that put goes a whole in, bunch, into they put a, that. They put a whole bunch of scenarios saying that he was. He, uh, oh, it always all adds up for him. I wish we had this type of luck. Like yeah, refs, the refs, the, the timing, yeah, the, flags, the players being sick uh, or the players car being, crash or something. Yeah, the players I'm like, being injured. I'm like, look, man, at the end of the day, it's the Super Bowl. When you get to that point, that stage, everybody going to play their hardest. And the real, the real thing is, yo, the the Bucks 
I think, seriously, all those players, they knew who they had as their quarterback, and they knew they had a hell of a good chance and they opportunity in to themselves, win. And they believed that they, they was going to win that Super leadership. Bowl. And, and that's they why probably the score, have been ha- had had a, a way harder work ethic yeah. than they've had. And that was the score. And that's why that score was the way it was. That's why it was 30. That's why they couldn't score a touchdown. That's why the defense, the defense was, was off so the chain. up their ass. They were solid, man. But, but uh, I don't know what else you got on this, but I wanted to mention something that I heard. I think Wells Welker was talking about it in the interview. But he was kind of implying, like, people going to have to start talking, like how they talk about Jordan when, you know, people say, oh, man, he nice like Jordan or that player is a beast like Jordan. They're going to have to start making the comments like, oh, he a beast like Brady or, yeah. you know what I mean, he he clutch like Brady. Tell and which I ain't got no problem with that. But also Swell it was kind of implying, like, you know, who who is the great, the greatest of all time, like, in terms of about, athletes, right? Overall, about, does it matter? Yeah. From sports? No, don't yeah, don't matter with the sport, but the as far as the athlete, first of all, do you think that is even a valid a valid discussion? And I feel like that is absolutely a valid discussion. However, okay. I feel like it would be more appropriate to use Brady in a, a football conversation. Then, and Michael Bro, Jordan. He, in, in, my opi- in my opinion, is as far as a uh, player, Tom Brady is probably the best uh, quarterback. Bro, he might be the best overall. Like, dude, like seriously. All right, I'm not gonna put my money on Tom Brady in a sprinting competition against. No, Michael no, no, Vick. no, not like not like <laughs> athlete. But if you're talking about the best NFL player, the best player to play the NFL to play the game. That first of all, the quarterback is the most difficult position. Hmm. So, I mean, if you're looking at it overall, he leads the team. He's got to know so much, bro. Yeah, your seven IQ rings. Needs he's to got be more rings than he got more rings than any franchise. Come on, bro. Like, I ain't trying to hype the man up, but I'm just sitting here. I just gotta facts are I, facts. It is what it is. TB12. It is what it is. He ain't with the Patriots, so. I, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it ain't, it ain't jeopardizing the, my, my the chances thing, right? no more. It's like if he yeah. was going, if people hate Tom Brady until he come into your team. Yeah. So then you, you, you on his man, he jock. Come, hey, he was on the Jets. I'll be like, Brady, welcome. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Yo, that's how I would feel. But, man, people just want to win, bro. Like, that's it. You just want to win, And you know man. Tom Brady's going to get you there. So when he's man. not on your team, cut the brother some slack. Man, chill out. Yeah, he might have been in there again for another Super Bowl, but he took it a was, whole nother team. It was team dope to see him take a whole nother team. Oh, like, come on, you can't tell me that wasn't dope to see. And everybody, but that's where the argument comes from, right? They thinking with that the, he got there the miraculously. Like, I already knew he was gonna be. A it wasn't problem. all luck. I already knew he was gonna be a problem. I was like, yo, Brady gonna be over there. He gonna be. He gonna start cooking up as the season goes on, and then he gonna get in the stride. Come to playoffs if they get in the playoffs, and that's what he did, bro. Well, and that's the thing. That's where the conversation comes from, right? Because Michael Jordan lifted up the Bulls, yeah. elevated their team, and yeah. got them to how many championships? Yeah, right. So Sick. the same could be said for Tom Brady now, because look at what he did with the Patriots, and that was like, oh, that's a system. He plays within the system. It's the system that made Tom Brady. It's really not Tom Brady. So here he is with the Tampa Bay Bucks. And different system. Yeah. 
took him to the Super Bowl, right. won the Super well, Bowl. See, but see, now so, what? So this is it. So when it when you talking about going back to that point um, about uh, Brady or Jordan, right? I'm I, I'm gonna rock with Jordan all day long because Jordan was just like he 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 could damn near take the whole game by himself. In football, it is completely a team sport. Basketball is a team sport too, but you can have them nights, you know, where you could just take off. So, I think it's still going to be Jordan when it comes to that, just as far as you know yeah. that goes. Yeah. And you also talking about For the sure. impact that he put on the on the on the on the game. I think the impact that Tom Brady is leaving and the legacy he's leaving on the game is just being dominant. Like he's just yeah. being a dominant player and the best quarterback hands down. So just dominant. But you're talking about Jordan, you're talking about elevating the whole entire league and making so much money for this league and the star status and all the other things that came with it. You just can't compare the two. But um I do think that people gotta you know, give get yeah, bro, get a man some respect. People that stay, I don't know why, I, for real, for real, I don't understand what a hate. My only hate They're for haters. my hate People for Brady. People who say that is, is my hate for Tom Brady on haters. everything. My hate for Tom Brady was the fact that he was a New England Patriot. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the fact that it was Tom Brady. It was just like, yo, I hate New England Patriots. Man. Nine times out, and of it's ten, only because of this. It's my division. You know, what I'm saying? I would if say nine times else, out of ten, that's usually what it is. Yeah, they ain't my and division. then there's a whole nother thing. Like when people be like. I'm no hater, but, or, you know, I'm not hating, but nine times out of 10, that's a hater that's saying that, like, Tom Brady really ain't that great. Like, he's just lucky. He's, there's circumstances that got him to win. Well, what are all the circumstances that happened to get him to the playoffs? What's all the circumstances that got him through the playoffs to the Super Bowl? Like, name all of the the luck. All the yeah, luck that he maybe, had all maybe, season long. You can maybe have arguments about some of the cheating scandals, but I'm talking about his consistency to be able to get AFC. Cha- a- First of all, he would, they was always AFC East. How are you cheating champs. throwing the ball into a receiver's hand? How is that they, they cheating? Were they were guaranteed almost every season to be AFC AFC uh, uh, champion, like even if they didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's had... I think ten. Or to make it to the AFC. He's had like ten attempts at the Super Bowl, I think, ten or eleven. Oh, well, I think it's ten. And so out of those ten, he's won seven. I mean, bro, yo, yeah, that's enough, man. It's 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 over with. End of the discussion. You hearing it from a Jets fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yo, hey. Get a dude his props, and um, you know what I mean. Get off his back, straight up. But when it comes to Jordan, nah, Jordan still got that. It's gonna stay like that. I don't see nobody really taking over that. LeBron, I don't know, man. LeBron been LeBron is on a on a tear, bro. LeBron is just doing his thing, like for real. They ain't got nothing to do with the Super Bowl, but LeBron out here just consistent. Like eighteen years in, and he's still yoke. I mean, he's still yamming on it. Ah, bro, <laughs> like I'm for real. And so I don't know, man. I mean, I still think but Jordan's again, gonna keep that. But it if he can goes continue back to, to Jordan, keep going, like yo, I don't know, man. Like Jordan set the bar. 
Yes. Right. So you, you look at it like I would say Jordan all around best athlete. Yeah. Because like you said, he's changed, dominated. He's done all of that. Yeah. He has done all of that. And yeah. then some from what Brady has done. So Brady hasn't necessarily changed how the NFL does things. There was that rule that happened when he got his leg broke. That yeah. that was the one thing that happened. You know. Yeah. But it protects quarterbacks overall. Right. But anyway, I feel like you look at LeBron, you have to give credit to Michael Jordan. You look at Kobe, you have to give credit to Michael Jordan because oh, yeah, he set no the bar and the precedence and everybody's like, I'm going to be better than Jordan. Yeah, His no name question. is constantly coming up. So until it gets to the point where people are saying, I have to be better than like LeBron, you know what I'm saying? It's where well, Jordan is no go. longer thought about. And it's, it's going to be go, generations. LeBron's going to go for seven to eight is what he's probably searching for because he wants to outdo everybody rings-wise, stats-wise. Like, he just called Kareem on some stat. Like, he's just he's adding the numbers up. So when you look at him on paper, even if you don't say he's the greatest of all time, on paper he will be the greatest scorer, greatest this, greatest that, greatest think, this, greatest that. I don't that. know what Michael Jordan has done, what is it, philanthropically, mm-hmm. but I feel like LeBron has might have surpassed him with that as well. Oh, I, yeah, I would have to yeah. look, well, look I, into I that because LeBron think, just did something else for the community where, yeah. I, where he's he was opening up something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's some other things. So, Obviously, LeBron is 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 more social aware and all that than than Jordan was as a player. But Jordan was just there to play ball. Like that's what Jordan always yeah. said. I'm here to ball and make money. I'm here to get it. Yeah. And I don't even think it was all about him just making money. But it was the fact that Jordan was like, I'm gonna be a competitor out here and ball. So, uh, anyways, shout out to the Tampa Bay Bucks, man. Uh, Shout out mm. to your boy Brady. Shout out, saying shout out to Brady still a little weird, but <laughs> you know, give him props, man. I give him his props. Can you I, shout out Brady for me? Yep, I give you props, Brady. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make that another challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I give him that. But uh, anyway, y'all, man, y'all let us know what y'all think about this. And uh, I mean, if you're a Kansas City fan, we already know what the comment section gonna look like. But hey, if, man, there's uh, no hate for but them. Nah, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, man, I got, this is, I got friends who are, are Chiefs everybody, fans. Everybody, their whole season was F your team. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody got everybody talk trash. So um but yeah, man, it was uh you know, it was another one, man. So let us know what y'all think. Also, man, what y'all think next year, man? Who uh I think JJ Watt, um, he he trying to get released from the Texans. I know that. I just heard about that today. So he, he just requested go, he a release. To go to Florida. I don't know, but I know the Jets. <laughs> I know we need somebody. We trying to get a. We need us a quarterback, bro. But even though we we terrible with quarterbacks, we need a quarterback. Bad. I told you. We need a lot. Killers. We need a lot, man. We need a whole lot. Career killers. Stop, man. Stop. <laughs> All right, y'all. Go to man. the Jets if you want to lose a career. Oh, okay. See, <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? I was trying to be nice to Brady. He about to get roasted now. <laughs> Alright y'all man, we gonna listen to some music and we gonna come back with some more stuff, man.
with some mental health stuff. It's always a good topic, man. Everybody needs a little bit of a mental health awareness check. Yes. Know where you're at, man. And with us and everything going on most recently, yeah. we have been in our bag. No doubt, for sure. <laughs> Had to be, man. Yes. You gotta get yourself right, man. So today's gems and jewels are gonna be dropped around anxiety. Yeah. That's something I'm uh heavy on always. Yeah. Yep. I feel like for a lot of people with all of this Uncle COVID running around, yeah, <laughs> we no have doubt. um all have some level of it, yeah. I think, or have developed some of it, unfortunately. Man, man, medical, health anxiety, social anxiety. Yeah. Bro, it's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of it going on right now. Yes. Yeah. So now some people have anxiety. They don't go to therapy. They're not going to counseling. They don't know what book to reach for to try and sort yeah. out what's truly causing their issues yeah we can think it's because of money we can think it's because of our job our finances right. or whatever the case may be but sometimes there's actually deeper rooted underlying issues stemming from our childhood no doubt that could actually have impacted us and made us prone or, or you know more prone to suffering from and developing anxiety yeah so childhood trauma, you know, okay. is an area of exploration that I believe everybody should kind of look into to okay. see if that's an area in which it potentially could have developed. Yeah, and hold, hold, before we even get into that, go ahead and mic drop. You know, you are currently in the process of getting my certification to okay. become a, a mental health Okay. And All right. addiction so, recovery counselor. That, so, hey, so listen. Your girl is in school doing the dang right, thing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so some of this information that's coming, you know what I mean? Because I'm new. I was, I didn't know. I yeah. didn't even know this, this side of it, really. Um, and I've been suffering from, you know, you know, having, um, you know, anxiety and stuff like that um, throughout my life in different, different periods of my life. And... This kind of gave me a different perspective. I was like, hmm. Yes. So that's why we wanted to bring this, this out because I think a lot of people don't really realize that. And I think it doesn't matter your, your, you know, you know, your ethnicity or whatever. Anybody can benefit from it. Correct. Uh, but I know for a fact I wanted to make sure that they got on this podcast because I think it's a, it's a great start to help heal a lot of the, the issues I see within, you know, the in the black community yeah, for sure. as well no doubt so most people kind of turn off to the idea of childhood trauma thinking yeah. back like i had a great childhood yeah. like i didn't my parents didn't abuse me they didn't drink they didn't do drugs right. they didn't fight right like my dad gave me a lot of attention things like that so just because you remember your childhood as being mostly good yeah. or great for the most part right it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have some kind of trauma stemming from it right so most people think childhood trauma child abuse dysfunction in the home mm, yeah that's not right necessarily there is some covert stuff that happens right and it develops so this is what that's going to be about okay so there is an area that isn't talked about a lot or enough it's fairly new, and when I say fairly new, I don't mean like one or two years old. It's probably like 40, 50, maybe 60 years okay. in the making, So, yeah. but that's considered new. All right. 
Um, it is called parental enmeshment, which mm. can also be called covert or emotional incest. Mm. So this is a type of abuse in which a parent looks to their child for uh, the emotional support that would normally be provided by another adult. Okay. So you can usually see this happening in households where there is only one parent present Mm -hmm. or where there are two parents, but their connection is faulty. Okay. So a little bit disruption in the the household kind of there is, um, but to the naked eye, it wouldn't appear to be. Okay. Gotcha. So you can have people who are married and they portray a happy marriage, but, but at home they're really living like two different lives. One person's always cooking and cleaning and the other one could always be working. Okay. You know? Okay. okay. So there's, there's layers to this. Okay. So we're just going to attack this from a, a specific layer so that people can kind of get like, ah. Okay. No doubt. So what happens when a child who has a child mentality uh-huh. is tasked to comprehend things outside of themselves, like adult issues, emotions, and obligations. What do you think? Like the the child's response? What do you think happens to a child when, when they need to do those things? Um, Starts with I, a T. I mean, I know it's trauma. I'm, you know. There you go. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think of some other things too. But yeah, I mean, straight I, up I, I and wouldn't, down. I wouldn't. I, if you were just asking me, and I didn't already know about this, yeah. I wouldn't say trauma. Right. You get what I'm saying? I got you. So somebody else might say, "Well, I don't know. This. It's trauma." Yeah. So you, it's, you're saying what it is is that when you ask a cons- child to do anything adult, it, it, or comprehend things that only that adults. Outside of their mentality, outside of a child's mentality, like if a child has to deal with adult issues, adult emotions, or adult obligations, taking care of a home, okay. cooking, cleaning, in a parameter of having to maintain the house, not just like for fun and popping stuff in the Right, microwave. right, okay. So that's when trauma happens, right? You could be thinking, we had a good family dynamic. My mom didn't, you know, beat me. She stayed on me. I had good grades. We did this. We did that. My dad and I spent a lot of time together. Well, that's not always necessarily a good thing. Okay. So just because you feel like you had a a happy childhood for the most part doesn't right. mean that there aren't signs there or things that occurred that didn't lead so to like some what, level of like trauma. What kind of things would you would you would you say? You know what I mean? Like, I know we talked about it before. Um, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So here's a situation. This doesn't always happen in divorced households. This could happen, like I said, for instance, in our household. There is a phrase that is used where a mom may tell a dad, I mean, tell a son, or a dad could tell a son, um, you have to be the man of the house. Or, like, you're the man of the house now because I'm, I'm gone. Right. So when you do that, or or vice versa to a daughter, you're the woman of the house now. Okay. Right? You just gave a child an adult responsibility. Right. So a child can't comprehend fully what that means. So their brain kind of goes berserk, you know, and they go through a level of trauma that's ingrained in them from Mm -hmm. that moment forward. Mm -hmm. Because there are things that they don't understand how to do or what to do or what exactly that phrase means even though it can seem pretty straightforward right 
to an adult, okay, not right. to a child. Right, right. So just with that phrase in and of itself, this child could be wondering, what does it mean to look after mom? Does that mean to protect her? How do I protect her? What am I supposed to do? How right. am I supposed to be the man of the house? What does the man of a house do? Right. So it's not ever a child's job to look after an adult. Right. Act like an adult or provide support to an adult. Gotcha. So when you think about that in terms of look at movies and inner city kids and stuff that happens, like you see uh, a single mom with a son who's in the streets hanging around gang members, emulating them. Okay. Right. Then you hear the mom be like, you the man of the house. Now I need you to, to do this. You need to watch out for yourself. You, you know, this, that, and the third. That boy is looking for a role model, mm-hmm. right? He turns to the streets. He sees what these men right. are doing in the streets. Right, right. He provides a life. He falls into that lifestyle. That's not necessarily a good thing. He just put himself in more danger. Right. So yeah. when you take that, it's which I think is a, is a good point because you know if you if you really think about some of the the situations, um, like. Like you said, you also cannot really know that something as simple as saying you being a man of the house to your kids can instantly put off triggers in their mind to say, okay, how do I figure that out? And then now they're looking for examples. So if you are in certain households and there's the, the parents are either split or, you know, mom's not around or say you, you know, it's the opposite and there's a father in the house and the mom's not around and then now he's saying well you got to be the woman of the house right. take care of the house right and stuff like that you know and do certain things if daddy needs your help you know right. then it's like okay well i don't have any of those examples around so let me look elsewhere to see what women do right and then when you start looking out there you might get the wrong examples Correct. and then those are the certain things you start to do so i i can see how something as simple as that can cause problems, and and that's it's a that's that's a big man. Not only that, that's 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 big, man. That's but huge. when you you look at thinking about it, you know what I'm saying? When you look at your children, right? Because right. we're parents, right? And we have a three year old now. Yeah. Children learn through watching, hearing, and imitating. Right. So that is usually the go to. Right. So when you tell a child to do something or they see you or they hear you and all of a sudden they're repeating you and obviously they repeat the stuff they don't what want you, you say, to yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. is like the curse no, words and stuff. Out. Cut that out. Yeah. So stuff like that happens and it's, it's what a child does. It's right. how the child responds to the world. Right. So as an adult, as adults, as parents, we have to understand that and we have to understand <clears throat> that it goes deeper. Yeah. And some of the stuff we say has everlasting impacts. How we act around our children has ever loved, uh, everlasting impacts on them as well. Yeah. So there are phrases I feel like that just should be eliminated in situations like a dad or a mom divorcing and the child being told. And it happens mostly to boys. You're the yeah. man of the house now. Yeah, of course. That's not fair to that child. He didn't ask yeah. to come into this world. He didn't ask for that responsibility. Don't yeah. lay that on him. It's not right. fair. Right, 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 right. Or, well, let me ask you this. So all living situations aren't the same. So, you know, you might have a situation where you, 
you know, you got uh, a mother in a poor neighborhood, whatever, got their children, and she's trying to instill in them that, hey, you know, we don't live in the best conditions. You're going to have to be tough. You're going to have to get out here and understand that things may not just come to you naturally like it may be for others. So, you know, you need to be able to be better equipped to handle life and be prepared for life. So understanding that the situations aren't necessarily the child's fault. Parents might be in a bad space, bad time, something might have happened. You know, there's all types of scenarios and how that can happen. Like for those type of parents that's just trying to make sure their kids are more equipped, father or mother, like what trauma-wise, like how does that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so I'm glad you asked that because there is a way to phrase things to children to where you can alert them without overstimulating them. Okay. So preparing your child for the world, great, good. We need to do that. Right. But we need to do that at age-appropriate levels okay. when they're able to understand these things. Telling a seven-year-old, you're the man of the house and he doesn't have anybody to emulate and he is not having well, even if he does that's what i'm saying because not all situations is the man not home or the woman not there so well, that was the part that, i had that was the part i had earlier when i we was talking about it i was like sometimes there are examples there there are examples however the child can't necessarily comprehend, comprehend. everything that's involved with that absolutely yep, so I you can't give a child every circumstance and it is your job as a parent and an adult to protect the child at all costs, yeah, right? No doubt. So in every situation, not just emotionally, but physically. So if you tell a child, you know, you need to protect your mom and something goes down and this mm. child now puts themselves in harm's way to right. protect their mom, that that's giving them the wrong signal. That's sending them the wrong message. I got you. Equipping them for life like, okay, you need to have some more responsibilities around here because mom's going to have to work more. So I need your help keeping the house clean. Clean up after yourself. Um, okay. Don't answer the door unless it's in, unless it's me knocking. But I'm not going to knock because I have a house key. Right. So I was a latchkey child. My right. brother was a latchkey child. Right, 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 right. It happens. Adults don't always have other adults around them in the community that they can count on yeah. or that they trust. Right. So I understand that there's certain situations where it's not possible, but for you as a parent to know that this is a potential right. and then to give your child a resource to be able to talk that out, to talk to your child, allow them the floor, find them counseling. Because if you're not, if, if you're in a, a bad situation, I would hope at least you have some kind of like government assistance as far as food stamps or medicaid or something Some, yeah. or even explaining it to the child's counselor at home or church maybe church uh, sometimes church counselors aren't necessarily the best, the best because they're, right. they don't require any kind of certification right. to do their jobs and right. they could be coming from a place that could also provide them with right. a, a lot of trauma right. 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 so vet the counselors and there's also counselors around that do things based off of your uh, salary bracket. 
so okay. your wage so yeah. you can get stuff for 10 15 20 dollars and it's worth it for your child yeah and, and i want to add to that because i was watching um uh craig smith's podcast craig smith is um for those that don't know is a Comic. Stand, he's a comedian mm -hmm. stand-up comedian also i believe um associated with uh cory holcomb and also associated with um all, all deaf, deaf digital, digital. So, um, anyways, on his podcast, he was also kind of um, alluding to, like, the trauma that you find in the, the system. Yeah, yeah, and, and system traumas and how there's all these other elements um, that, that cause trauma, you know, at an at a earlier age. Typically, like you said, it starts at... Inner at city, the, in poor communities. Yeah, and it starts and, in the child, as, as, as children. Right. And um, it was one of the hosts on the show, he was talking about an experience he had where his wife had shot him at when he had his son in his he hands. Was holding he was holding his son. His son was like two years old. So he says if he would have been more aware, more equipped, you know, through the system to know that he should have put his son in a level put his son in some type of uh, counseling counseling therapy. early on then it could have maybe prevented some of the things that happened later on in his life because later on in his life his son was he said his son was in the streets and he got locked up uh, he ended up getting locked up and he's in for prison for a gun charge for a gun charge and he's in prison now yeah and he said he wish he would have known better as at that time that he should have went that counseling route so i put it this way man um i'm more open-minded uh because i have suffered from anxiety from time to time uh, to seek some kind of counseling just for your understanding of how you're interpreting the information, like how you are basically, you know, almost programming your mind to think a certain way. So by not going to counseling, by saying maybe, oh, man, that's, that's, that's you know, that's some sucker type stuff or I don't do the counseling thing or I just go to church and I don't speak to nobody else other than, you know. I'll just then, pray then about just it. Just pray about it. Yeah. Praying, obviously, uh, prayer, prayer can move mountains for sure. But not just only prayer, but, you know, I, I say you, you need to be able to understand how your mind works. Like that part is, is crucial. Like the neuroscience aspect of it and knowing your brain and how brains operate it'll put you on a whole nother level because then you will realize how, you know, how you really, you know, how you really are handling things. And then you don't even understand that trauma that you experienced at an earlier age. It pops up just randomly. Like something will happen and you'll be like, I don't know why I snapped like that. I don't know why I was tripping. Like it's because there are certain things that, you know, I had to be hyper aware, hyper vigilant and hyper vigilant as a child. You know, um, my parents did split up when I was at an earlier age. I still had active parents in my life, uh, my mom and my dad, but they were separated and they got divorced at an early age. So when I was with my mother throughout the year, you know, that was one of the things that I had to do is like be protective mom, be protective. So, you know, the examples that I had really was not many because I couldn't remember them. I was so young. So it was just what I saw around me and my uncles and my grandfathers and my, you know, everyone else that were married or, you know, or my friends, parents, I see all, I saw how they acted. So I'm like, okay, that's why I got to be on guard also. And at, even at this age now, I'm, I'm very hypervigilant now. And, and I then, think a lot of males, a lot of black men are hypervigilant anyway, 
because we've suffered from trauma in all kind of aspects in the inner city. Not just from our, you know, having to protect our moms and it's our parents and our kids and our. No, oh, the environment is tough. So you gotta you gotta look at the environment, um, you know. And then if you in that life, that's even more that's even more trauma. So we have to really look at our circumstances and then also look at the system as well and start to try to hold this system accountable for some of these traumas that we are suffering from. Some of it we can try to work on our own with, you know, parent, parenting. We have to. Parenting-wise. Yeah. But, the, you know, on top of that, there is the lack of resource and the lack of knowing. Yeah. And that's why we're here talking about it now because, like, it's, it's key to know that there's certain things that you can say to your kids that puts your kids in a certain level of trauma that you don't even know until it they've is. grown like adults you were talking about <laughs> it there's a, a neurological yeah, side yeah. of things Straight where chemicals up. are released no doubt. so when you start to panic there is chemicals that's released yeah. throughout your body right then right. your brain remembers that yeah it and stores that it stores that emotion and it yeah. makes that emotion a memory because that, mo that emotion is so intense it's like you focus on that so intensely that um i forgot what it's called but once you actually once that event happens it stores it and when you go to sleep, that's when it becomes a memory. So the next day you wake up, now that's stored. And unless you focus on getting rid of that correcting or it. correcting it, it's going to continue to cycle. And if you continue to go back to that situation over and over, it's going to continue to store that memory over and over and over again. And sometimes so, it, it just it, you keep being told the same thing. Like it's a reminder, yeah, right? Like, yeah. look, you're the man of the house now. You're home by yourself. I got to well, go to work. Counseling. Or you're the woman of the house now. I yeah. need you to clean this house. I'll be home at three o'clock. Think about you know, it like this. You the man you the man of the house. The bills is running low. Mom is struggling to pay the bills. Or dad is struggling what to pay the bills. What do boys do? They boys go out, like, they start slanging I'm gonna in go the out here in the streets to help mom get some I'm money. I'm gonna go in the streets so I can get my mom some money, pay these bills, I can get the clothes I want because she can't afford to buy me the clothes I want or whatever else. And it just starts it can just start like that and just become another thing. So man, it's it's I say overall, as parents, even not even just parents, uncles, aunts, cousins, uh, the whole nine, we have we have a big part in playing a role. It takes a village. Letting the kids know, like, okay, you know, steering them in the right them, direction. Yeah, even a balance, though, because, you know, you might have, it all it takes is that one person to be able to come in there and shift that mindset. So you can be that uncle or be that aunt that can come in and, and, and it might be a situation in which the mom is struggling or the dad is struggling with the with the kids and you come in as that uncle or brother or whatever provide and the provide adult, the that resource provide and that resource and support that and is provide needed it to the child as well bro and it's, that's it man so and yeah. back to your point um asking about you know preparing them for life and that stuff so yeah we can task children with responsibilities like i said age appropriate right, right. washing dishes taking care of the pet right making sure their their stuff is clean and tidy um but like paying a bill yeah comforting mom or dad when they're sad it's not their job yeah that you you need i mean i feel like some people think it's wrong to go in the room and cry away from your child but that's really what you should be doing. You yeah. should be going and getting yourself together and making sure that you don't have these emotions on display to your child because it, it passes on to your child. Yeah. And like it happens 
with my our oldest. Yeah. You know, I was in a situation and it was causing me a lot of trauma and a lot of sadness. Yeah. And he's trying to do his best to fix it as a kid yeah. cuz he doesn't want to see mom upset. Right. So there are things that occurred in his childhood. Right. That right. I had no idea about yeah, right, right, right. that I recently spoke to him about and explained like I'm sorry for that. Like I had no idea this is this is something that we can work on together. Provide you the resource, talk, whatever it is we need to be. But just so you know, yeah. like that wasn't, and I hope you don't do that to your kids. Yeah. So that's yeah. information to pass yeah, on. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Man, but it is in human nature. So right. there should be some forgiveness within yourself right. and to others because it's human nature to require certain things and have certain needs. And it's also human nature to reach out to the closest thing that we have at our disposal to get those needs. And nine times out of 10, unfortunately, if it's a single parent home or even a regular home with mom and dad, it's the children if we're not getting it from mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. So another thing is it's not all our parents' fault because this information, again, is relatively new. The resources aren't out there. It's not even talked about on that level. So if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think all parents, man, they parents are learning. It is a, a constant it's on the learning. Job. It's on the game. job training, man. No child <laughs> is the same as the next. Yeah, it's on the job training for sure. And it is definitely something that is, you know, you can look into it as much as you can look into it. But like I said, this is something that's relatively new and when you look at the media and the portrayals of family yeah. everything going out there is kids first kids first kids first yeah no it's parents and your relationship first yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you cannot have a healthy relationship with your child if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself uh, yeah. or with your spouse yeah. or have that support and your own mental health yeah, so yeah. that needs to be taken care of so that it's not passed down to your child. Yeah. So if I have a strong network around me and I'm a single mom, I might not have, you know, a man living in the home with me, yeah. but I have a mother and a father and a friend and a sister and a church community who can provide me all of these supports to where my child doesn't have to fulfill a role yeah. as a surrogate right. spouse. Right. Right, 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 right. My child doesn't have to um take up my time and make me happy and console me when i'm feeling sad right, my child right. can be a child because right. i have someone to talk yeah. to yeah 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 and, and and um you know i i i felt that this was it was something that definitely needed to be said i think it was important um and this is just like just a layer of it um, yeah there's multi layers to it um there's a book there, yeah yeah it was recommended on. to me from class um it's called the emotional incest syndrome by dr patricia love it is an excellent read it breaks down the hows the whys of this topic and various topics within yeah. it yeah. and they do give a checklist yeah. so people don't freak out go and check the checklist out um it can help you identify whether or not you do have um a layer or a level of parental enmeshment. And just like mental health, um, it it's a spectrum. Yeah, It's right not up. like, oh, you have it, so it's the worst right, ever. Right, right, right. You know, it's just, this could be something that you want to you wanna look at and you want to, you know, investigate to see if it could potentially be something that's leading to your anxiety. Because, again, yeah. like you said, 
there's environmental traumas that you have. There's trauma that happens just from within the home. There's systematic traumas that happen, you know, in schools and other things that's set up in the community as well. So yeah. that's part of it. Yeah, man. I mean, um, definitely you guys uh, interested in that book. We'll, um, we'll put it in the, uh, in our description on both our podcasts and um you don't YouTube like channel. to read there is the audible yeah they got an audio book <laughs> man so get that audible also um but this is a starting point man i think we um depending on you know what you guys say and you know kind of feedback we get on it we might continue some more of these type of topics um oh, we're gonna do it well i mean we're gonna do mental health no matter what that's part of our, our part of our show but i mean as far as this book and even this childhood other, other trauma yeah childhood trauma and stuff like that and and how important it is to make sure that we stay on top of that with our with our kids i mean we're gonna we, we're, you know as parents we got our own things that we got to deal with too but being very mindful of how and what our children see all that like some take certain things for granted man even tv i'm thinking about now after you telling me this book i'm like i don't even think certain stuff on tv we got to make sure that you know you know our youngest he doesn't see um you know what i mean i mean yeah, well the example the book gave was if you think about the the tv show leave it to beaver yeah it was always we're so worried about the beave and yeah. you know and they they it's never a conversation about the mom and the dad the mom and dad aren't really it's all about the child they right. both are so overwhelmed i mean right. oh, wrapped up in the child right that it programs you into thinking that mom and dad don't matter so everybody's mentality yeah. since right. is that based right i mean you see some shows now where they're moving into you know Talking having more of it you see the mom and dad having a relationship going on date nights yeah, and stuff but right. First of all, that needs to be normalized where the parents, yes, you are entitled to being selfish and having time for you, yourself, oh, yeah, as well as up. each other. No doubt. When p kids see that, it's a positive image for them. Yeah. There are checklists also provided in that book that allows you to see whether or not you do have a healthy, happy relationship mm. and what things can be improved and how so that your kids have a, a positive image of a relationship mm. and it makes them want to engage in that and know how to run their own relationship and their own family dynamics and how the family system how it trickles down Man. but there's tons of stuff in that book that's really really good yeah. um I highly, highly, highly suggest hey, it. Hey, man, she's been talking about it like every other day, man. She just be hitting me. <laughs> Guess what I read? I'll be like, all right. It's crazy. It so, is crazy. Yeah. Um, also, too, I, thinking of, I'm thinking about uh, bringing up some information. I might have to reach out to someone else um, to, to chime in on it. But um, life insurance, man, like it might sound funny, but... Um, I'm I'm learning so much more about the importance of life insurance, where it's it's retarded. Like it, I mean, it's to the point where there's no there's no excuse for not having life insurance, and there's so many ways in which life insurance can benefit you beyond what you think. It's not just about burial. It's about all it's it protects in all kind of aspects. But life insurance right now for the people that feel like, hey man, you know I'm working nine to five, but I can't leave nothing to my kids. Life insurance policy can make that happen. Yeah. You can leave something to your children, $500,000. Give them a kickstart just by having a premium or policy that you pay on each month. So 
uh, I want to talk about that because it, it's certain things that we were missing, and 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 I don't always want to exclude all other communities, but this platform, for sure, I have to represent mine, and um, I, I want to say certain things I think that we're lacking the knowledge of, and I'm saying overall, not saying it's obviously there's there's some of us that are within the know, but there's also uh, a fraction of us that just don't have the information or they don't know where to get it or the resources and, um, and you know, and the benefit of it. And, you know, so like we have car insurance every month. Matter of fact, like anytime when we ever have a, a budgeting type of talk, whereas everyone's like, hey, let's set up a budget based on your bills each month. In that budget <laughs> needs to be life insurance. Just like you got car insurance and all these other things that you got a cell phone bill, life insurance need to be in there as well. Because with with the way that things are going right now, man, rap community, you got the kids gunning each other down, stuff like that. Uncle insurance, insurance, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, all of that. Life insurance is really important, um, especially if you can start young. But we gonna bring some more information on that, man, and hopefully that'll give some more insight um you know on that alone as far as generational wealth you can start to create that just by setting up a life insurance policy and that's just one way to do it so we appreciate y'all for listening man um this is another one i think we wrapping up man what you what you got babe for our podcast listeners, if you're in need of some extra randomness, head over to our YouTube channel, We Random TV, to watch clips from this week's podcast episode and bonus reaction videos made exclusively for our YouTube channel. We keep the content flowing out for y'all with new clips released throughout the week, so head over to We Random TV on YouTube, subscribe, share, and enjoy watching us have these discussions. Follow us on IG at We Random TV, Savannah808Smiles, and Izzo on the Beat. If you're on Facebook, head over to our Random podcast page, hit the thumbs up, and don't be ashamed to share the page with your friends and family there as well. I'm on Twitter at She's So Savvy. That's two V's and a Y, Savvy. Tweet me to reach me, y'all. If you're interested in contacting us with any questions, topics, or if you have a debate and you want us to settle it for you, hit us up at WeRandomLive at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you want us to feature your brand, music, or products for free, hit us up there as well. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast and our videos with your friends and family. Mahalo for listening, watching, supporting. We wish y'all health, wealth, and blessings in this new year, 2021, y'all. Aloha. Hey, so I just need another one.